Hey, sis. Hey, listen, it's your girl, Moo, and this is an episode of Crown Green Podcast. And I am so excited about today's episode because I have two amazing women joining us. I have Miss Katrina and I also have Miss Calandra joining us. They are the founders of STEM ED Partners. STEM ED Partners is a, give me one second to grab my notes so I can make sure I'm correct. STEM ED is created by two women with a vision to drive global innovations by connecting competitive K-12 STEM ideas and projects with the STEM industry, professionals in business, academia, and government. They believe that the future exists in the minds of young people, and I could not agree more. Most of you know that are related to me or just good friends from me. You know I love children, so I love the idea to allow our young people to have access to be creative and the freedom that that. So let's welcome Miss Katrina and Miss Kalandra to the Crown Green Podcast family. Hey, ladies. Hey there. It's so happy to be here. Yes. Thank you for being. Oh, always. I'm so happy that you guys accepted the invitation. I had the opportunity to meet Miss Katrina a few weeks ago at the TNI uh, event, and I was just I was there, you know, for the networking event and I looked over, she was at the table. I was like, hey, are you guys here for the networking event? And this friendship that we are now planning the foundation for has been birthed and I'm so grateful for it. So thank you ladies again for joining us. Sure. So let's jump into it. Tell me what STEM is. What is STEM? So STEM is science, technology, engineering, and math. And uh, it's become kind of a big deal in the education community. Um, As our world changes, I think um, educators and industries are realizing that those main areas, science, technology, engineering, and math are really, really important in our changing global world. Mm, Interesting, interesting. So what made you guys, you know, start this? Because I see you have STEM ED partners. So what made you guys create this foundation or this organization for the young people? So uh, Calandra and I uh, have known each other for a long time, but we began to work together on a STEM fair. I was brought in um, to kind of do operations and um, it's a a long standing STEM fair. And this one is different from um, what you see kind of, you know, when your kids are in school and they have Mm -hmm. to do a project and they have to get the trifold board. Um, These STEM fairs are bigger in that um, more kids participate. And then what happens is if they qualify, then they go on to a national, to the state science and engineering fair, and they can qualify to go to an international fair. So Hmm. we're talking kids from all over the world that come to this STEM fair. So Calandra and I had an opportunity to work on the fair and we were really inspired and blown away by the types of projects that kids brought forward. Mm -hmm. And For that fair, there were middle school and high school students. And you just would be amazed at what kids think of, how they test, and how they come up with different ideas. And so from the fair that we did, we had um, four students to go forward to the international fair. And one of our participants is a 14-year-old girl. She won a $10,000 grant from the Department of Defense for her science project. And that's really impressive. Yeah. And that's a kid that came from the Richmond 
catchment area. And so from that point, we really began to think, you know, there are probably more and more just millions and billions of other ideas out there. And if every kid could find a way to connect their personal ideas um, mm -hmm. to the world around them and come up with ways that they can improve the world, um, it could just, I mean, the changes could be amazing. Endless. Amazing. So, what so we some... met together. Uh-huh. Oh, Continue. I'm sorry. <laughs> so Calandra and I met together. I'm going to give Calandra all the credit because she called me one day and we went for lunch and she said, we should do this. And we began to talk about having our own STEM fair. And then we said, mm -hmm. oh, you know what? Maybe we should start even ahead of that. Maybe we should just start with kids and their ideas yeah. and letting them understand that they can take their own ideas and just grow them. And that's how Stimulate Partners was born. Wow. Okay, so did you guys ever, like were you guys doing STEM projects when you were younger? Were you doing creativity activities like this when you were younger? I didn't. Now I'm, you know, I, I have a, I, I struggled with math. I struggled with <laughs> science. Um, and Calandra is a math major. Um, so she's kind of got that that connection yeah. to STEM in a way. But uh, I think that's the most important thing for people to understand is that you don't have to be a scientist. You don't have to yeah. be good at math. You can be someone who, like I said, just has an idea. idea. You can use those science concepts and technology yeah. concepts. You can use those concepts to make something fantastic but you don't have to be a nerd you don't have to be a scientist and i don't and i i don't want to use nerd like that because that's actually being a nerd is a good thing but yeah. you don't have to be great at these subjects to have Damn. a really great idea yeah you just have to have a vision and some people behind you to push you and encourage you so Absolutely. i believe that's what you guys are doing and i think it's really cool um i know i said in and my email add, um yes i don't know Oh, I'm so sorry. I just wanted to add, um, Katrina's absolutely right. You know, you, you don't necessarily have to be, you know, in the talented and gifted programs or, or you know, it really just comes down to you have a passion about, about something. We spoke with, um, this was last year, uh, Katrina, we spoke with um, someone who um, is an educator with VDLE and she's um, done all these science fairs and things and when she tried to get her son in it and he's just like ma no all i want to do is skateboard what is 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 stem there's science behind yeah. it there's physics behind it you know so you can be interested in whatever it is but just you know we want to just take what that interest is and package it and let students know that they they are still like you're not too young, you're not too, yeah. you're not, you're not not in the right classes. You yeah. know, a lot of people aren't good at math. That's fine. I'm excellent at math, but I'm horrible at history. You know, so um, you know, we all yeah. have our strengths and weaknesses. That's not to say that okay, because you might not be strong in this one area, that you still can't be a force and a contributor to. Um, solutions for our world that are based in STEM because literally everything is STEM. I agree. I, I, I love this idea, this whole vision that you ladies have. Um, what are some of the ideas that, you know, the young people came up with being in your organization? If you can share some of the 
ideas because I know I shared in my email that I because I dealt with health issues growing up, I wanted to create this big trampoline park for young people who were in wheelchairs, who had disabilities, whether it was an amputee or whatever you had, to give them some type of normality in their childhood. So what are some of the ideas you guys have seen come across come across your path? Um, so our young lady who went to the internet, the young lady from the Richmond area who went to the international um, STEM fair and won the $10,000 Department of Defense grant, she had a project to use artificial intelligence to count and catalog fish. Wow. Now, I don't know what the Department of Defense plans to do with that, but that was just you know, that's her project. And it was so significant that they picked up on it. Wow. Um, Calandra and I love trolling these uh, STEM fair <laughs> websites. Yes. And um, another project that jumped out at me uh, came from the International Fair. Mm -hmm. And this was a young lady who lived in India. And her project was related to solutions for villages that have an issue with elephants coming into their villages. Yeah. And so she kind of wrapped her whole project around how can we solve for um, these elephants coming in? Is it, um, was it elephants or was it monkeys? I don't want to say the wrong thing. It was elephants. I think it was elephants. Yeah. It was elephants. Yeah, it was so elephants. how can we solve for this? Like, are they coming through because uh, it's, you know, it's in their pathway? Are they coming through for food, etc.? cetera? So, um, you know, we saw very practical solutions, people looking at things that happen around them every day and kind of mm -hmm. coming up with an idea. And I think Kalanja made a great point to say, um, um, STEM can really be anything that you're interested in. Uh, mm -hmm. I have kids and my youngest and middle kids were obsessed with marine life, sharks and whales and every documentary and things. You know, that's stuff that they're interested in. And a STEM mm -hmm. project can come from something like that. So we saw some really complicated projects that were, mm -hmm. you know, a specific, how to use uh, this particular chemical and what the effect is on certain types of plants. But we also saw, you know, some really, um, uh, I won't say basic, they're all really, really important, but something that was just solving a, a basic life problem. Yeah, wow. Okay, so tell us more about STEM ED Partners and what your organization is and what it does and how it helps the community. So STEM Ed Partners, really our mission is to nurture future innovators. And if you mm -hmm. think about it, we, um, you know, I, in a hundred years, I won't be here and the world will look like how these little kids that are walking around now, they are the ones that are going to have an idea about what the world is going to look like. So what we really want to do, our mission is to um, connect young minds to innovation. Your yeah. idea can influence how the world looks. And so that is how STEM Ed Partners was born. We have kind of a three-tier kind of mission. We really mm -hmm. want to have programming and we'll talk about our, our program that's upcoming. We want to yes. have programming, summer, after school, um, enrichment programs where kids can come and just learn about the innovation process. So we're mm -hmm. not teaching them to code. We're not teaching them how to make robots. We're really talking to them about how to turn an idea into reality. So 
We um, have programming that we're going forward with. We also are trying as much as possible to support teachers and other organizations that also do work in helping kids to connect to STEM. So yeah. if there is a school or a, um, a daycare or whatever that wants yeah. to engage their kids a little bit more, then we want to support that. And then we want to connect uh, industries that are here. Lego is coming to Richmond. We've got Altria here. We've got all kinds of industries that are right here in Richmond. And we want to connect students to the people who work there. There are chemists and biomedical engineers and all that that are right here in town. And we feel like if kids can see and connect with those people who are doing the work, then they may be interested in going forward with that. So that's kind of like how, what our mission is and what we're trying to push in the community. And, you know, the, the main goal is again, to connect yeah. minds to the world using uh -huh. STEM. So yeah. you can solve a problem by using science, technology, engineering, math. I think that's amazing. I feel like you guys are also teaching them how to network at a young age as well and how to connect with people that are like-minded and doing things as them. And you're also showing them that it's okay to engage in what you like, especially if you like to read and you like to create, it's okay to do that. Because I know as a young person, I don't wanna keep saying young person cause I'm in, almost in the 30 club, but, um, you know, we feel bad sometimes when we try to do things because our friends and the people, our peers are judging us because they don't think it fits their standards. So the fact that you guys are encouraging them and pushing them and then bringing in other people that are doing things that, you know, they may like or interest them is amazing. So I, yeah. so I want to use... I want to use you as an example because you sent me some information. You know, you were saying you were so excited because you had a great idea. So, so tell me what that that idea was, and then we're going to go through kind of like a little bit of of an exercise okay. that we that we use within STEM Ed Partners. Okay, so my idea that I had. So was your idea was an idea. My idea was to create a similar to a Sky Zone or something like that, but for children with disabilities, children that use wheelchairs, children that use crutches, paraplegics, so that they could go in and have that same experience of being able to bounce and get into the foam pits and things like that as normal, I don't want to say normal kids, but kids with um, other, that didn't have as, health issues that we may have because I used a wheelchair in high school and middle school. So I didn't get to enjoy my childhood like my cousins or my peers did. So I would always say, hmm, what can I do to make life more easier for us? And that was one thing that I had, something soft that we could go in and jump and flip without injuring ourselves more than we were already injured. Mm -hmm. All right. So here's this brilliant idea to have a Sky Zone-esque kind of place for uh, kids who may have disabilities. So what's the first thing we ask is, what's the science behind making that happen? What are we gonna have to do scientifically to make that happen? Mm -hmm. So let's say there are kids with um, in wheelchairs, we're gonna have to work out ramps so that mm -hmm. they can access the equipment. 
we're going to yeah. have to work out pulleys or whatever so that they can access and have fun. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of like the science behind it. What's yeah. the technology behind it? Maybe you need robotics to be able to lift them out of their wheelchairs okay. onto a seat or a pulley so that they can jump or bounce or whatever. What's the engineering? Again, you've got to engineer um, bouncies. You've got to engineer the size so that it accommodates kids in wheelchairs or whatever. And then the math, you've got to make calculations. How does that ramp, what kind of angle does that ramp need to be on so that they can yeah. access this? You know, so you can find STEM in all those ideas. Exactly. So once you have that idea and you kind of answer those questions, then you're ready to take the next step to then go and say, okay, now I'm ready to implement it. So I can mm-hmm. go to a, um, a manufacturing company and say, hey, I'm creating, I have this great idea. I need this to be engineered this way. And I need yeah. the angles to be here. And yeah. I need the technology right. to do whatever. And I want the science to be right. So that's yeah. kind of goes to Calandra's point of everything is STEM. You can find yeah. those ideas and concepts in that great idea. And once you could answer those questions, Ms. Moon, you'll be ready to open your, your place. I think that's cool. So I'm going to ask you guys both, give me one um, thing that we do on a day-to-day basis that we have to include STEM in not knowingly. Like I think cooking is one thing that we do because when cooking, you have to do measurements, you have to make sure you have the right pot, the right amount. So what's another way that we use STEM in a day-to-day basis? Um, I'm going to jump in and, and say sports. Okay. Um, yeah. You know, we watch basketball, we watch tennis, we watch football, and there's a lot of STEM in that. Yeah. Um, the science, biology, how these guys' mm-hmm. bodies um, can work more efficiently if they've got to spend 90 minutes on the basketball mm-hmm. court. What kind yeah. of hydration is best for them? That's biology, that's science. Technology, they're using all kinds of technology in terms of how they train and how basketball hoops are set up. Uh, Engineering, how are these balls made? I saw something about um, uh, trying to, engineers working on a basketball with no air on the inside. That's some major engineering work that is going on there. That's gonna improve the efficiency of the ball. And then math. Man, if you know anybody that's on these betting sites, yes. <laughs> yeah. that, that is nothing but math. It's statistics. It is yeah. calculations um, as yeah. it relates to point spreads, whose average is better. So uh-huh. I think sports is another one that people are around every day and they don't even think about the STEM associated yeah. with it. What do you, have, you may have another example. You know, I'll go on and on. <laughs> you have one, Ms. Calandra? And if, and if I could add, add to that, uh, um, just kind of once again piggybacking off of what said, yeah, the the sports one is is absolutely fun. Walking or even for us drivers, you know, driving and we're we're you know constantly having to negotiate the the yeah. speed that other cars are driving. You know, if I'm uh-huh. trying to get over and I have to, you know, that's physics. I'm looking at okay how fast are you driving you're far behind me but if you're going 100 miles per hour 
versus 20 miles per hour, you know, that's different. So my brain is doing STEM. I'm calculating how fast you're going and I'm making a decision whether or not I can get over. Or if I'm in gym class, I'm a seventh grader and I'm in gym class and I'm running around track, you know, and I want to get past Mikey, who's in front of me. Okay, well, you know, there's lots of different things I have to figure out. How fast is he going? How fast am I going? Yeah. Who's coming behind me? Do Are they going faster? Do I have enough time to get away? That's a good one. You know, so it's just like we said, STEM is literally everywhere, everywhere. from the complex to the extremely simple. Mm-hmm. I think we're losing Miss Calandra in and out, but I do think that was a great one, especially the driving one, because you you driving all the time. I be driving, I be like, I think I got it, and then I'll have someone in the past, and they're like, no, you got to wait a minute. I'm like, but I think I So, yeah, that's a great one as well. That's good. So, I want to touch on this event that you guys have coming up. I want you to tell me a little bit about this STEM Shark Tank event. I want to go, but I'm going to crack it. <laughs> you're you're just a smidge too old there, Ms. Lou, but uh, we wish we could have you. Um, so a lot of people are familiar with the show Shark Tank. It's yes. where people come before these sharks. They have a great idea. They present their idea, their product. And then the sharks on the panel get to decide, hey, okay, that's a really good idea. I think I want to invest in that. And I think I, you know, we can partner together and make money. Well, it's the same thing as the Shark Tank show, only we're using STEM. So we're inviting young people. You have to be between the age of 12 to 17. You have to live in the city of Richmond. Uh, and for one whole week, Monday through Thursday, um, we invite the kids in. We're dividing them into teams and we're having them come up with a brilliant idea. Wow. And so they come up with their idea. They work it all the way through. And then on the last day, we have a panel of sharks, which are people in the STEM community, engineers, scientists, chemists, um, all of those. We have a, a, a panel of sharks and the students will present their idea to the sharks um our sharks are not yeah isn't that cool our sharks are not necessarily there to buy the idea per se but they really want to see whether or not the kids have really gone through a good strong scientific process have you thought about this this that and the other Mm -hmm. did you include information about What's the testing going to look like? That kind of thing. So um, it's really, really exciting. It's from 9 to 3 p.m. Like I said, absolutely free. We're providing lunch, 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. This is going to be at St. Paul's Episcopal Church. They have a wonderful community space, um, and they are um, in central downtown. So as long as you can get to the building some kind of way, get on that free bus, or if you have a ride or get on your bicycle, but we invite kids to come in, get into these teams, and let's see whether or not we come up with the next brilliant, brilliant idea. And I do want to say, you know, using an example, um, this is how impactful a student idea can be. Um, And we have this on our website for STEM Ed Partners. There's a young lady who, had an idea to use beet juice on stitches. And what happens is if your wound is starting to get infected, it will change color. Hmm. She was 14, I think, when she came up with the idea. And now she's in college. She has her own business. She has her own patent. She has made 
that has such an impact yeah. on the world. You think about how many people have to go and get stitches. Yeah. And in some cases, you don't know if it's starting to get infected or not mm -hmm. until you go back to the doctor or you know you start having problems with it. But this simple idea of having this, the stitches, the sutures yeah. change color if there is infection has revolutionized, revolutionized, <laughs> I want to get that word out, the medical world. And yes. that is how impactful a student project can be. I think that's the that same thing coming out of STEM Shark Tank. We want the next big super idea yeah. to come out of this one week camp. I think I'm so excited to see what comes out of it. I can't wait to see the photos and, you know, to hear the reviews about this. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna listen, I'm gonna just sneak in. You guys are gonna act like you don't know me. You know, I'm gonna wear my, you know, my Paw Patrol shirt and one of I'm gonna blend in. I have ideas too. Not the Paw Patrol. <laughs> I'm gonna put sky on and you know, just blend in. I'm gonna have some light up sneakers and fit in. And you so, sit right in. Um yeah, you know, so why is it, I have a few more questions before you guys. Um, why is it important to spark creativity in children at a young age? Because a lot of times we wait till they get older and we want to nurture, but why should we start young? Um, you know, just to answer that, I don't think we have to do anything. You know, kids mm -hmm. come out with ideas. If you've ever seen uh, a little baby, a toddler on the floor. They are rolling around. They're touching things. They're taking paper and balling it up. They're, you know, they're engaged in the world. So I don't think we have to necessarily spark yeah. it. We just have to nurture, nurture their natural curiosity. Yeah. They've already got it. They're naturally curious. They naturally want to know about things. And if, you know, for all the parents out there, they ask, 12,000 questions. <laughs> they want to know. They want to know mm -hmm. how things work. Well, I don't think we necessarily have to spark it. We just, we have to nurture it and support it. If mm -hmm. you have a child that is interested in plants, you know, you don't have to necessarily take them to the botanical gardens every day. Let them out in the backyard and just touch the trees and touch the grass and, and touch the, you know, there it's around them. So mm -hmm. when you have kids that are interested in certain things, we just have to support and encourage them to continue learning about it. And then if we don't know, like, like I said, I, I don't know a lot about math or science or technology or engineering, but there are people who do know and they can share with me. They can support yeah. me. They can say, oh, this is how we do things. This is what's fun about my job. This is what you know, you're going to have to concentrate on if you want to be a marine biologist. Yeah. Um, so we really just have to support that as much as possible. And that's what STEM Ed Partners wants to do. We want to support it. We want to nurture all those ideas. And then we want to show them a pathway. Like if you're interested in this, you can take this directly to Lego. You, if you have a new formula for plastic that's going to revolutionize, yeah. you know, Lego blocks, you can take your idea straight to Lego. <laughs> you can take your idea right. straight to market. I'll give another example. There was a young lady during COVID who, um, you know, she just decided she's going to mix up some ice cream flavors. I think it was uh -huh. like something with lemonade. She had a formula and now her ice cream flavor was picked up by Bluebell and it is sold nationally in grocery wow. stores. And that's just exactly. her, you know, yeah. I think it would be great to have this ice cream flavor. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's so cool. So how can the community get involved in helping STEM ED partners? What can we do to support this vision? Um, well, the first thing we want people to do is to enroll kids in the camp. There is still space, there is still time. So we want you to go to the STEM ED partners website and we want to, you to register a child 12 to 17 for this one week camp. Again, absolutely free as long as they can get there. We've got them from nine to three. So we want people to um, register kids. We want participants in this programming. The next yeah. thing that folks can do is to, um, is to um, connect their knowledge with kids. If you are an engineer, we'd love to talk to you about talking to other kids about becoming engineers. So we want to connect people in these careers and in these fields with more students. Um, if you're a parent and you've got kids in school, find out what kind of enrichment activities there are out there. Is there a chess club? Is there a Lego club? Is there a robotics club? If there's not and your child is interested in that, you know, see about incorporating that within the system or finding programming that will support that. And then, you know, we're out there doing the work, go on our site and donate to STEM Ed Partners. We would love to have financial donations to help us be able to offer the camps and the programmings and do the work that we want to do. I don't want to leave that off at all. <laughs> so tell the people really, um, what is you guys' website? Can you tell us your website? So we are, stem-edpartners.com. Did you guys catch that? I'm seeing that in the chat now. Yes. There we go. And it's also, um, we are also on social media. We are on Instagram and we're also on Facebook. So please um, like and follow us on social media. We will post updates about our programming and we will give information. Um, you know, again, we want to support STEM knowledge. So we like to highlight people in the community who are involved in STEM careers. We like to support other organizations that are doing the same type of work. So we definitely want people to follow us and uh, stay in that community so we can continue to have conversations about engaging kids in STEM. This has been informative and very interesting. I had some family I was talking to today and they were like, what's your next episode we're going to be about? And I said, I'm learning about STEM. I'm going to tell them my idea. I'm going on Shark Tank. And I'm like, no, it's for younger children to live in the area. So I'm super excited to get this episode out. I have family that lives in Richmond and I'm hoping that they can get their little ones there as well and to be able to support this amazing um, organization that you guys have. Is there anything else that you ladies would like to share, whether it's about STEM ED or just in general, something that may can help the young people or someone else listening? Um, I think that uh, I'd just like to say that STEM Ed Partners is just like our STEM Shark Tank that we're getting ready to do. Um, Calandra and I started out with an idea and now we're at the point where we, we have created something. And I think that's really, really important for people to remember is that, you know, there are things in your head, um, ideas you have, and you can just take a step out there to try to make it come true. And, um, you know, we started at the end of 2021. We're now in 2023. And we've taken our time and we've really built and work hard. 
and um, you know, balanced our lives, our kids yeah. and our, you know, all of that yeah. to create something. And, um, you know, I think everybody has in their heads some vision and you can do little things every day or every week or whatever to make that vision come true. And I'm really, really thankful um, for Calandra, who's, you know, we've been elbow to elbow, just plugging it out, working hard, trying to, you know, create something that's going to be of value to kids. And we really, really appreciate your podcast and you asking questions that a lot of people may have and supporting mm -hmm. us getting out in the community to try to, to do something for our young people. Yes, ma'am. And I'd also one more thing like to add that our, um, our, our programming, STEM Shark Tank, is supported by Next Up and by the city of Richmond. They have a positive youth development fund that the city wants to use those funds to be able to support activities for young people in the city. So we are really appreciative of their financial support. Yes, thank you, everybody that's helping with this amazing organization. Ms. Calandra, do you have anything you would like to add? Um, once again, I just want to, when you said, um, what's something, a last parting words that we could say, um, I just want to encourage um, students out there, um, whether you're being homeschooled in private school, in public school, uh, wherever you are, you can contribute. You know, you're never too young. Um, I was just, I'm, I'm doing our slideshow and I'm, I'm putting in clips and there's a 10 year old girl in Hawaii who came up with a baby spoon because she saw her baby sister dropping the spoon. So, you know, I'm sure she was nine or eight, you know, when that idea came across, but just want to let this know, you're never too young. Um, you, as long as you have an idea, you have a curious mind, you have a passion about something, um, you, you matter, you know, you can contribute, you know, you, you should be heard. Uh, another thing that I just want to say for me being a black woman in, in mathematics and in some of these STEM fields, um, I just want to encourage students that you do have a place. You have a place in STEM. You have a place in this world. You do. You have a place where you be. Long. Um, just because no one may not look like you or they might or, you know, they might not have the same education or they might have more or less opportunities than you, you are no less. Um, so, you know, that's another thing that we really want to um, have students embrace when they come to STEM Ed Partners, that you, you are, you do, you do matter. And yeah. if you don't feel like you have a you definitely have a place here at STEM Ed Partners. Yes, I love that. I love that so much. And I can't say thank you enough for not only joining my podcast, but for what you're doing in the community. We need more people that are showing love to our young people and nurturing their young minds. Because a lot of times, a lot of the young people, they don't have this outlet where they can go and be creative. And they have people that genuinely care and want to see them grow, not only, you know, in their minds and education, but just grow as young human beings to be great people. So I thank you both for that and to everybody that has their hand in STEM ED partners. We appreciate you at Crown Green Podcast for what you're doing in the community. And we're so excited to hear the feedback from this Shark Tank event to see what's coming in the future. What's happening next? We have this Shark Tank event coming up in the what's that, like the last or third week of July. What's coming up next for you guys? Can we get a little bit of <laughs> that is 
<laughs> That's a really good question. So we have, um, other than STEM Shark Tank, we have three other types of programming that we would like to offer. And uh, so we're hoping um, our next step is to offer programming for after school in the fall. Mm -hmm. um, and we'll see if that comes together. If not, um, our big vision is to have um, much longer camps going throughout all the summer of 2024. So we wanna offer all four of our programs um, in the summer and um, have all of our classes full. So that's that's what's next for us. And so again, go to the STEM Ed Partners yes. <laughs> uh, website and um, we'll keep information on there um, on what we have upcoming. Yes. So um, thank you guys again for joining us. In conclusion, I'm your host, Moo Couture. This is Crown Green Podcast. Our motto is life is more than a luxury. Step into your green. And I feel like when young people are doing STEM ED partners, they're stepping into their green. They're doing something that they enjoy. And they're put they're, these um, women and the people that are behind STEM ED, they're pouring into them and pushing them to step into their green. So we thank you and we give you your crown. If you like to say crowning, like when you go to a jazz club. So we crown y'all, you know, for doing this because it takes a lot. So we appreciate y'all. As always, thank you I'm, so much. Thank you. As always, I'm your host, Moo Couture. And joining us today, we have. I'm Katrina Ensminger of STEMED Partners. And. Miss Calandra. <laughs> and we have Miss Calandra Moss with Cement Partners. There we go. There we go. I'm going to have to start like telling my guests beforehand this because everybody gets stuck. I'm like, and I am, and we have, and they're just looking in the camera. <laughs> we're tuning out, and we'll see y'all later. Peace. Thank you. Bye. Thank you so much for having us. Always.